0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and July is underway and a great month for sports. And if you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals ending and Major League Baseball heading into the second half of the season, there's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there are tons of future and props you can wager on as well. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. You gotta see the odds for where Damian Lillard is headed. It's amazing. Check it all out, visit the website today, and use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. It's BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. And of course, tell them the noise maker sent you. Popcorn
1: World Show <laughs> uh, <flavors>. it <laughs>
0: Popcorn World Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, yeah I'm a your group now yes, I can. So you can get this group in the back of our case. You can make it round the group in the hold in your head Popcorn world Two one fifty flavors gonna make you smile. Two one fifty flavors gonna make you smile. Two one fifty flavors gonna make you smile. That's that popcorn make
1: you mouth. Ah. popcorn Make it popcorn world. Uh,
0: popcorn world. You're now listening to Believe in the ACC with Hockey Trophy winner and Florida State legend, Mr. Charlie Ward, Wake 3 TV, and Furniture Hall of Famer, Kendrick and Mr. Talking Noise himself, and of course, my Royalist, Lloyd, Lloyd Smith. And now, it's time for Believe. We got another good one for you tonight, and joining us uh, is a very, very special guest. Now, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to start in complete transparency right off the top, all right? When I saw the, uh, the picture that he sent to us, I didn't know who he was. I was like, who's this dreaded dude with the beard? I don't know who that is. Because James Coleman, I remember, had a bald head. He was in the club like everybody else. (laughs) What's up with all this hair, bro? Okay. um, Yeah, clean this up. I need to hear.
2: I didn't have a bald head. What I had was, I actually had a head full of hair. I can't say, and Charlie could probably attest to this. Um, how do I say this? Uh, it's tradition. Tradition building. It's a difference. Hazing is against your will. I'm um, not say that I, I was happy to ball, but I will say that I um, did something that I partaked in the likes of like Charlie Ward, Deion Sanders, I got, you. Corey Simons, a lot of these great men got a bald head uh, when they came in, and Coach Bowden had a um, hair policy then, so I didn't have a beard either. So when I got done with college, and I could grow a beard and I could grow my hair, and I wasn't under the
0: uh, <laughs> was
2: under right. the great legendary Bobby, Bobby And I was just like, man, I'm going I'm to wild out. I'm gonna James,
3: listen, <laughs> listen. Just, this,
0: here's the real talk: all ball brothers are always going to be jealous of dudes with hair. That's just how it's going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just, like, just, like it's it's the run is over and now. I'm stuck, and you know, and you looking great, brother. That's why I'm jealous. I, I got.
3: Charlie, what are you taking your hat off for? You still have hair.
0: Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you. You
3: Notice we we sectioned
0: off the hair section from the non-hair section tonight. <laughs> How you doing, James? Good to see you, ladies and gentlemen. James Coleman is in the building. Glad to have him. A lot of wonderful things that he's got going on. We're going to get into that here in just a second. But uh, first of all, the background is crispy. Tell everybody where you are because – uh i wanted to put that in the in the intro but i was like i don't know i think he's still there but i don't know if he's still there i know you got a lot of other stuff
2: going on but yeah right now we're still here you know radio are those things where you don't you, you have a job until you don't i can be yeah <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't know but i won't be gone for long if i do get fired they um I, i'm i don't want to brag or boast but i'm not bad at my job there you go there you go
0: there, well, listen yeah, yeah yeah charlie's right <laughs> No, he's right. Go ahead and hit the button. What, that was, yeah, that was. He's right. We're gonna introduce you and inundate you to the show real quick. Here we go. <laughs> and that was a humble flex. Oh yeah. When you say you're not bad to job, that's a flex, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a full. That that might not even been humble. That was like, right. That was a great flex. That was Hulk Hogan taking like <laughs> to the sky flex. That was, that was John Cena.
3: Can't, you can't see me flex. That was <laughs> right. There's another flex going on right now that I'm not going to point out till later.
0: Well, we'll we'll close we'll close this segment with that flex because he did <laughs> he did book James. So
3: we'll we'll get we,
0: we got something special for you, James, in the okay. But what's going on, man? How you feeling, man? Tell us what you got what you got going on in these streets.
2: I'm feeling good. Um, I'll be I'm young relative to a lot of people. I'll be 37 a week from today. Wow.
3: And, but, yeah, you're young to everybody on this show. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm old to my son. My son <laughs> I Guess that's that's universal. But um, yeah. last COVID, I was gonna turn 36, and my jersey number was 36. And I was gonna I forego went my 35th birthday, which a lot of people do, and I was like, I wanna celebrate my jersey number. So we're gonna do 36. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a celebration of Tallahassee here in Jacksonville. And then I was going to go um, out of the country and just do something really, really nice because I don't get a chance to vacation very much. But then with COVID, restrictions and travel, um, things of that nature, I um, I said, you know what? I can't do it. I've got this money that I saved up. I really can't do anything for it. I'm blessed. Um, there's a lot of people who are struggling who that and have work. What's something that I could do? And I'm always trying to look for things to try to put a smile on people's faces, whether it's getting them tickets to a game and giving them what we joke around called a big game experience. I get them on the field. Um, they got a chance. I got a classroom of kids. They got a chance to go meet President Thrasher. Um, meet, you know, give them a chance to see something unique about Florida State that they wouldn't normally get to see. So I said, let's go buy some kids some book bags. So I, I, um, I partnered with a young lady um, that went to my high school, uh, Brittany Christie, with for Christie's Philanthropy. And she what she did was she made me look way better than what I was. We ended up giving about we ended up between we did in Tallahassee, we gave about 300 book bags. And then she added um I think Farm Share was a group we partnered with. So we fed those families too. So they were able to get a book bag stuffed with um with school supplies and they were able to get um get about a week's worth of groceries. Wow. Did so well um that you know Tallahassee is my hometown as well as where I played and everybody was like, you never do anything home. So I was like, all right, cool, I shut up, I'll do something at home did so well that jacksonville was like well wait a minute hold up you need to do something in jacksonville I'm like, oh. I'm like well if y'all are y'all gonna help finance it and people stepped up and they did it and we had a great opportunity great job and i felt so good being philanthropic that i decided like to just make that a part of my life um and we started a foundation one of my um one of my my sayings that i have um mftk so we just changed it from it's not negative, it's more of a tongue in cheek joke what MFTK is. But we changed it to mentors for the kids. And now you know we had we sold about fifteen thousand dollars in apparel over the course of the last year. Wow. The majority of that went toward this book bag drive. I'm gonna put my own money into it. We've had a time. I think we're about I wanted to give a thousand book bags. I think we're about hundred and forty book bags um, short. Now this book bag is different. It's not just a gym bag, it's not it's a book bag with a pop. Um, image of a minority student. And on the back, on the side of the book bag, it says, I can do it. So why I saw it, why I like this book bag is my son hates school just like his daddy. But he wanted to <laughs> go to kindergarten like every other kid wants a Spider-Man book bag. And my, my wife said, no, what we're going to do is we're going to give you this book bag. You go, if you don't like it after your first day, we'll bring you back and we'll go get you the Spider-Man book bag. He was one of like three african-americans in his class he um goes there and all the kids say because the book I on the, it looks just like my son the book bag all the kids were like that's so cool how did you get yourself on a book bag?" so instead of having a superhero it looked like he was a superhero on the book bag. now we could get the boy to not take the book back to school so oh wow it was the key to get him to want to go to school and, and to, to some people that sounds simple or silly but, you know, I don't know how everybody else was. I have two friends who were Rhodes Scholars, but I wasn't. I hated school. The hook for me to go to school was I found out that I was good athletics. So that's what made me – and I know I needed to go to school in order to play. And that's what made me go to school. Everybody has something that gets them there, gets them through those doors. And then once we get them through those doors, we have to make sure they're properly educated and equipped. But we gotta get them through the doors first.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let to get them through the doors, that's not, I ain't gonna hold you. That's pretty impressive.
2: And man, if you see it, like it was like that little the um one with the blue bow. Man, it was a little girl that said, "Man, that looks just like me. That looks just like me." And I was like, "Man, you know, let me go, man. My eyes are sweating." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, it well, it's hot in Tallahassee. It's, it's, it's it. it, it and then you know, a lot of times these. And then the biggest thing is, I'm no longer an athlete like that. I'm just a radio guy, and I want to go back and give to the community. If I can inspire, like, inspire some other people in the community to do stuff. Where I came up, um, the drug dealers were the back the school drop. They gave me uh, my mom would give me about a hundred dollars to go, go to school shop, school shop, and then I would get a couple hundred bucks at the bus stop from the dope boys. And so what does that make you want to be? Like, for me, all I wanted to not be is... I, I just didn't want to eat free lunch. That was my only aspiration in life. I wanted to make enough money to not eat free lunch or make sure my kids don't... My mom worked in behind so it's no knock on her. Just hard Single parent, and she took sacrifices to make sure she was there for me as opposed to making more money. And I appreciate those things that she... Now, as a man, I appreciate it a little bit more than I probably did as a teen. Yeah. But if you're getting the money and you're getting the attention from the people that we call nefarious. What are you going to want to be? What are you going to want to aspire? Um, the same way we watch TV. And like I said, I told Charlie, I'm a huge Charlie warfare fan. We watched I was watching Charlie jumping over bush, t- bushes and trying to do all that stuff when I was growing up. That's what you want to aspire to be. And that's cool. But that's one, that's 2% of the population that goes power five. It gets a chance to go play. Profe- 1% of that right. 2% gets to play professional. But, Anybody can, not anybody, you can work hard and become a lawyer. You can work hard and become a doctor. You can work hard and become a professional. You can work hard and earn a a living off of your name. So that's what I I think. That's what the new strategy in this new day and age needs to be, is to have the regular guy coming out and showing these kids and serving these young men and women so that they can aspire to do the right thing and encouraging them to do that. Because, if everybody else can do it, why can't we do it? And, again, you will see less kids wanting to go down that path, down the negative path, or getting disheartened when they can't get the lottery because right? that's basically what it is. You got a better chance of winning the lottery than going to the NFL, uh, statistically speaking. Yeah, You'll see them not get discouraged because they saw, you know, this person right here, they gave back. Because <coughs> I, I believe 90% of the issues in our neighborhoods are monetary, are, are monetary. If people knew that they make money in a different way and they felt they were smart, they would be inspired. inspired Like One of the things I learned is I don't have to be physical anymore. I use my brain to make money. I tell people all the time, for whatever reason, people value my opinions and they pay me for it. And that's dope. And that's what I need you. And that's why I need other people to do those same things. In the world, I'd be bad for my kids. The selfish reason is this. At the end of the day, I've seen how some of these people raise their kids. They got to be around my kids. So if I got to help be an inspiration to raise some other people's kids so that they don't
3: mess up my kids, I'm willing to do my part.
0: There you go. That's, Yo, a, great, that's a great way to look
3: backpack, at it. Because Blessings in the Backpack is big in this area. I mean, that is a blessing in the backpack right there. Yeah. And so the Blessings in the Backpack in my area, they, they need to listen to this guy right here.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. It's,
3: ex- it's exactly the same thing. Right. There's a lady here, Nikki Kimbleton, that used to
2: run it here in Jacksonville. And when I told her, and Mayor Curry, i um, here in Jacksonville, has been very supportive. Um, politicians on both sides of the aisle, um, community people, we, we um, you know, I, if I would have done a 100 full bags on my own. So, I, I, and that's one thing I always tell people it's, I'm full <laughs> bags lead. Like, we lead block. I'm not going to go out here and just have, tell people to donate money and I don't put my own skin in the game. So if we would have done hundred book bags, that was it. But I wanted, I felt that if we all do a little bit, a lot of it could be served. So we we put it to where again, it's an easy. It's, I'm all about marketing and branding. So 36 dollars gets a kid one of those book bags. Uh, well, those go to the kindergarten to third graders, but it gets a book bag to the kid. It gets his stuff with nine weeks worth of supplies. They get food, uh, I and mean, we give good food. Like we didn't gave them a long way. Like my, my food drives here in Jacksonville, it's some top of. Some top of the line stuff, man. Like that's donated. Um, I, I can't believe it. At first, I was, I was being, you know, I don't want to take that. But then I saw some T-bone steaks and we had some lamb chops and I was like, okay, hold on, hold up, man, let's
3: get that from Let me. Get that. Um, it's not the cardboard pizza we used to get on Fridays. This right. is like, like <laughs> really, like proud to
2: get. But um, if we're gonna do a football camp and we're gonna have some guys that I play with and some of these younger um Seminoles. Are going to come out here, and we're going we're gonna to have some conversations with them about about being. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we're going to. young guys that's playing now? Coming out, guys. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. So,
2: that's good. Also, I grew up on I grew up on family's campus, so before I ever went to an FSU game, I, um, I, I was I was over there trying to be a drum major in the Marshall 100. So we're going to have some Hilarious. guys come over as well, and and again, just showing these guys like. Serving is is a dope thing, man. Something that that, that you got to do, and it keeps you relevant. Like so, Google helps. So like when people like when people see you doing stuff, and they go and Google your name, and they see a couple big games and some touchdowns, and you hit you hit a couple people they know about in the league, it uh, it definitely helps your marketability. So, but from a non selfish standpoint, it's really just trying to get out here and be um and be the man. Um, that, again, like, people knows before me, like, I don't want to, again, I'm a, I am a fan, but, like, Charlie, Charlie's been an amazing influence um, from afar, you um, know, seeing him and how, and how amazingly humble he is, like, I, he you know, probably doesn't remember, I had to ask him, I was like, Do you know, you're Charlie Ward, man, like, like,
3: <laughs> like you're Charlie. Meanwhile, this humble Charlie Ward is sitting in front of a, a library. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> with a, with a random palm tree in- <laughs>
2: That's kind of thing right now. So yeah, to back to my regular schedule talking sports.
0: I love it, man. No, listen, shout out to you, man, and your team that's doing amazing stuff with that. Yes, that's absolutely incredible, man. And I knew, I knew we were gonna hit it off um, two weeks ago when I saw your rant. Um, and I won't go into that now, but just let me let you just just let you know that I know that you had a legendary rant uh, about the mega camp and I was feeling it in my whole spirit and me and my wife cheered you on and I'll leave it at that. But
2: all of-
1: <laughs> I, I, hold on, hold
0: on. I, I,
1: I saw the rant as well and You're fussed I, out now. I'm just curious to know uh, I mean you have a radio show uh are you gonna join all the
0: smoke yeah. oh because they, uh,
1: that was an all the smoke
0: worthy yeah
2: event. i would love to be on their show um i i have i had more respect but i still have i have respect for what they built i had more respect though they talked about kwame brown and when kwame brown came bit back they um they kind of ducked back so like if you're gonna like if you're gonna ask for smoke when the smoke comes your way, you know you can't um, you can't back down. But um, but it's definitely I definitely have a kind of a feel with that. Um, out very outspoken, um, bold. I get that for I get the outspoken part from my mom. I get the bold part from my grandmama who's gonna tell you exactly how she feels about you any time of any time of day. And I get the bite from my daddy. So um, see, I think
0: that's a southern. I think that's a Southern thing, cause my family's the same way. And the first time my wife heard it, it threw her completely off. She's like, "Why are they so blunt?" I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, that's just Tuesday. What are you talking about? Like, you <laughs> know." I don't even think I'm blunt. I, I tell people a lot. I don't say. James, now, now, wait a minute, Jane.
2: First thing on my mind is typically like the fourth or fifth thing on my mind. Like, <laughs> I
0: don't, don't want to get can't.
2: Like, I mean, I, I don't believe in. I don't believe in cancel culture because you can't cancel. what if you're good. Like, if you ever notice the people that, that you might get delayed, but like when I tell people, Rush Limbaugh, have like, you know, he's looking up at us. Right. But Rush Limbaugh. He ain't looking up. No, no, no. He, he ain't looking down, you mean? Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nominal radio show. Like, oh, no yeah. He did, but his just the way it was structured, the money, the monetary from a just a business standpoint. Brilliant. Genius. Yeah. He can't get canceled because he brings money. Like he says whatever he wants, but he knows where his base is. So I think that comes down to a lot of it. But I do know. I also don't want like it, it's really not about I, it's three, three people that, it's three people that I have to really pay attention for. It's my family. Yeah, my, my mama knows she how she raised me. I don't want I, I don't want to say nothing too off the top that she got a deal, even though she retired now. But I yeah. don't want to say too off the top to where her friends got to keep coming to her. <laughs> Like that, they give some of the stuff is okay, um, and only two. I got two title sponsors that are really, really good sponsors. So like, yeah. they knew who I was before they signed up with me. So they know exactly what they was getting into.
0: Well, but but here's the thing, though, and we try to do that on our brand as well. Listen, we there are times where you got to have tough conversations, mm-hmm. and 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 there's no backing down from that conversation. There's no way to dance around it. This is what it is. Let's have, have an opinion. And then doesn't mean I agree. doesn't mean I disagree. It's just what you feel. And I think that's okay. And I think if there were more platforms where you could do that, you would have less problems in the world because at least we all understand each other. But all this dancing around and, oh, you offended me. Man, listen, if you're that easily offended, your spirit ain't built for this game.
2: I think that's the beauty of the locker room. Um, yeah. 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 You have people from all kinds of different cultures that you have to get to learn, like, yeah. I hope none of y'all are, well, I don't know where you guys are from, but like, to me, California people are the weirdest people on the planet. Like, but we had like a bunch of California guys on our team, so you had to get to learn the California guys, you have to get to learn the people from the northeast, yeah, the west, and even in the south, Miami got Miami is a completely different animal than North Florida or central Florida. Oh, so yeah, you're all these things, and you're being molded by men whose whole job is they're getting paid very well to have 17 to 22-year-olds like basically perform at an elite level. So they have to talk to you in a manner to get you to straighten up and fly. 17 to 22-year-olds, they're typically from rough environments. So you have to speak to them in a manner. To do that. So like For the most part, nobody can ever talk to me worse than what Billy Sexton, my position coach, talked to me my first two years at Florida State until I started making some plays. Can never talk to me as bad as Mickey Andrews talked to me when I did make a play one time. I was coming off the sideline and he yelled at me and said some stuff that I probably wasn't ready to hear at 18 years old. <laughs> Nobody could probably talk to me worse than what George Henshaw had to be when he basically gave me the news and I was no longer with the New Orleans Saints. So if I can deal with all of those things in life and never. That- and build back and bounce back from it there's very few things that anybody else can say to me because it's not my business whether you like me or not um it's like you know i, I gotta do what i i have to do what i feel like is best as a man um in the best manner in which i can as i'm, I'm always learning and evolving but as far as you know like i'm like really funny story too about my mom and my grandma i read i messed around and read the message boards. Um, one time, I was a sophomore. I had started the entire year, but they found, I guess they finally found out, they thought somebody else started. So they said, you know, this this young fullback, undersized fullback, he ain't no good. He ain't this and blah, blah. We're going to have to abandon the run game. Long story short, sure my feelings, my little feelings got hurt. I told my mama, my mama said, uh, baby, they talked about Jesus. What makes you think they're not going to talk about you? So I said, all right, that ain't, okay, that still ain't what I wanted to, what I wanted to hear. Whatever. I'm going to call my grandmama. My grandma, I'm the baby, I'm I'm the only grand, I'm the first only grandson, first grandchild. She gonna lift me up. And I said, Grandmama, I was reading and they told me this, blah, blah, blah. And she said, Who told your dumb A to read? They didn't bring they didn't bring to go hit people people better and then everything. So that's what I learned to
0: stop caring about what other people
2: got to say about me.
0: <laughs> you are a full-on combination of grandma and mama. You just <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great woman. Two great women. Charlie, what is it about James that you love so much?
1: Uh well, just his heart. Um, as you've heard, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about man. How can I? How can I do things better? Uh, you know, when it comes to that respect. But um, you know. He is who he is. And that's the one thing, uh, you know, I was just joking with him about all the smoke, but I mean, that's who he is. That's what he does. But his heart for people um, is he, when he says something, people are respect him for it because they know it's coming from a good place and it's, it's <laughs> deep down, you know, that's what it is. And you don't have to understand. I mean, you don't have to think what he's thinking because he'll share with what he's thinking. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. Um, but more importantly, just the heart behind the things that he, he does uh, plays a big part in why he's having such you know, an impact on the community. And um, I know being a, a figure on the radio um, and in the community, uh, you have a big voice and it carries a lot of weight. And I'm, um, and and like I've shared before, to whom much is given, much is required, and so God's giving us opportunity to uh make an impact, and we have to you know do our part uh, we can't be do, we can't do everything, but we can do what we can uh with what we the time, the resources that God's provided us with. so that's just you know, if I had to say anything, it's just his heart behind what he does uh is is tremendous. Uh, James, I know you got to go, but I wanted to give you
0: an opportunity to plug the event this weekend that's going down. This is going to be epic. So please tell the people what you got, brother. We're um, doing my second
2: annual book bag drive and food distribution and a football camp. So at Bond Elementary School in Tallahassee, Florida, um, all you got to do is go to jfoldmcgivesback.com. Please register. Like, don't show, just show up, just register. We got to account for I talk a lot of trash and people come at me, so I got to make sure that the accounting's right. Please mm-hmm. don't like um If you're interested in, um, in, the, in a donation, there's a PayPal link, or if you go to jamescomergetback.com, you can see the Venmo um, um, cash app and other things. It's $36 a bag. Um, it gives the kid the book bag, nine weeks of supplies. It gives them um, a week's worth of food as well as a football camp. I want that football. Like we got enough to at least get 500 bags. That love to get 500 bags of kids, and I would love to see hundreds of kids at this football camp. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna sweat a little bit. We're gonna um. We're gonna talk about um standards and and being able to rise to the standard. Because as I tell, as my mama told me, and as I tell people, the standard is the standard. You have and it's simply put. If you're an adult, that nobody cares about if you have all the tools or you don't. My mortgage is $1,600 a month. <laughs> if quarantine or no, they, the bank wanted $1,600. Yes, sir. If I couldn't make it. They would lower the expectations, but the expectations were, were set in order to get me back to the standard. And I think that's where a lot of young men and adults uh, feel they're being judged unfairly. But no, you're not. You're being judged to what the standard is. And it's right. over everything says right here that's my little saying um it's not going anywhere um if you live a life with the standard being over everything you're going to be successful um, in your own way so um hopefully we go out there we inspire the next generation of um, people want to do more and and i keep getting the energy and keep getting the support we're going to keep doing this thing for a very long time awesome awesome
0: hey man when you get some time will you promise to come back and hang out with us and really we get into some deep ACC stuff and just talk crazy and just have some fun when you get. the
2: football
3: season. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think we actually taking a week off here in a couple in a, in a couple weeks anyway, man. But like I always tell people, it hey, ain't nothing. But if I if I get asked, i will come. I love, I love chopping it up and talking sports, man. It's just one Absolutely. of those, It's a unifier. It's um it's polarizes. It's one of the few things. Um, Sports and cigars are two of the few things that are left in the world that will make you talk to somebody.
0: And yeah, I yeah.
2: All just sat there, and we had something that, that, you know, some commonality, and we sat there and we just talked. A lot of the issues that we all have with each other will go away.
0: James, thanks. James Coleman is one of us. Thanks, I, I, James Coleman, us. thanks. He's one of us. That's all I, That's the best compliment I can give you, brother. you one of us. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate been. you, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate and uh, because Charlie came and got you, or you got him, however it worked out, this is what we always like to give Charlie for his efforts. And that was a Charlie Ward. Humble flags.
1: Uh, how they do, it, James.
0: <laughs> are, we, are we wrong?
1: I just... I just invited the man. Is that what we do? We, we invite people and we get flexed. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. You made yeah. me Charlie take the humble flex so <laughs> personal
3: is so funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, man. appreciate you, man. Have a great one, brother. All right, man. Bye. All right. Bye. Hilarious. Oh, I love James, bye. man. I knew I was gonna like James uh, right off. Toss Oh yeah, he's he's a real one. Okay. He is a real. He's a real dude. He, he's going to share his thoughts, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's but that's good though. You that's want people you that are not afraid to just tell it. And we live in such a. Let me tell you something. PC is hard work. Uh,
3: that's why you don't see comedy. Work. I mean, PC is why you don't see comedies anymore. You don't see stand-up comedies. You don't see comedy TV shows. You don't see comedy anymore because everybody's so sensitive.
1: Oh.
0: And to have somebody just come on difficult. and just
3: keep it real, I mean, that's that's a, that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got some news for y'all, some breaking news, actually. oh That's interesting. That ties into the conversation we've been having the last couple of weeks. Uh-oh. The MDN, which is Michigan's retail arm, University of Michigan's retail arm, will now be selling their Jordan brand jerseys with the
3: names on the back. Yeah, the, the players struck up a deal. How about that, Charlie Ward? Charlie Ward, number 17.
1: I love it. No more ambiguity. We know who number 17 is now. They got the name on the back. And, and the other thing is they got to win games.
0: Well, that's the other part. They, they do have to win some games. <laughs> but we,
1: we,
3: we need number 17 in <laughs> the garnet and gold getting a check. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> I'm all for it too Charlie, you already
0: won games You don't have to win games You already you won know, the game You won plenty of games
1: Yes, I'll need to strike up that deal for sure
0: <laughs> I <laughs> want to
1: see a number 17 in that purple and white at TCU <laughs> No <laughs> No Does it- that-
3: Hope oh. 17 at TCU?
1: I don't know, no <laughs> You're not going to wear it? She's retired. Oh no, she may. She may uh she may put it on for her club or inner mirrors. She may have uh number 17 or 21. That's the number that she normally rocks. One of the Be two, nice. I
0: mean, you know, just a little daddy, daddy respect kind of stuff. You know how it is. Oh, if she does. I'm sure
1: I, we all have one. Maybe
0: <laughs> we do. I love it. I love it.
1: If we have to pay her royalties though, if we get get our shirts.
0: Uh, y'all paying y'all pay a royalties anyway. So it, uh, yeah, it's kind of a Y'all already paying their royalties. <laughs> um, since we're still in our summertime shows, I do want to uh, bring another non-ACC question to the table. I have a couple of non-ACC questions now, actually. Uh, One in particular is the way that the SEC announced today that there will be no more... Um, rescheduling of games if your team can't field a team because of COVID issues, okay, just forfeited your game.
1: Okay, hold up, don't get me started. You know, you know, you know, my thoughts and I
0: I brought the question here to get you started.
1: So, (laughs) I asked this question. Why is that still an
3: issue? Because uh, of the variant. Why is what still is?
0: I guess I don't understand your question. Why
1: why, why, why? why are we still like testing and doing all these different things? COVID hasn't
3: gone anywhere, and we're and in, and in, 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 in there's a variant and several variants now. Yeah, I mean, because it hasn't gone anywhere, and so. Probably should still be tested. We've not actually, what Charlie, we're in the woods yet just because we're acting like it.
1: <laughs> okay, I understand what Charlie's trying to say. So, so so let me share this with you. Go ahead. All right. This is this year. What about next year? Because the Barrett is probably going to get stronger at some point. I mean, it's just going to keep going down the road. So are we going to continue to live in this bubble, so to speak, all the rest of the years, because as we know, COVID's not going anywhere.
0: Right. That's a I mean, great question.
1: We, we can say we got X, Y, Z. We got this and that, but the virus is still going to be around, or, or is it going to weaken in two years or three years from You're now? It doesn't seem that way. So I'm just, I'm just saying, is this going a chance to ignore? Eventually, it is
3: going to weaken. Like why?
1: You know, that's a great question. I, I'm just, I'm just want to ask, like, why, why would it weaken like two years from now? Because we have better mm -hmm. care treatments. We have. (coughs) I don't think that's the reason why
0: the rule is being put in place. I think it's
1: weakening because, yeah, because
3: of what, because of exactly that. Well, we as as time goes on. Yeah, we'll we'll have more medications for it, and you know, be able to figure it out to where not as many people are going to die from it if you do get it. So I do think, yeah, that's that's why it, eventually it's not going to be as strong two or three years from now as it is now. But I don't think that's
0: why the is being
3: put in place. I think
0: the rules being put in place for one reason and one reason only. This is this is this is the uh, CYA at its finest.
3: Because oh, he, yeah, you got factor that in too. Yeah, right? because like the- you can't
0: have somebody die from this on your watch, right? That's the bottom line, and so they're not gonna let that team play, regardless of what. Like just the reason why Chris Bosh never finished his career. Yeah, they're just not gonna let you play with the threat. Of what could potentially happen. The same thing that might be great happen in the Olympics. The girl that the alternate girl that just, you know, was found out positive. If she was around any of those other girls, it's all CYA. That the Olympics, the gymnastic Olympics is done. It's over. They're not gonna let them do it. Regardless of whether they're vaccinated. They might let them if they're vaccinated, but they're gonna sit down for several days. That's it's it's CYA. Hey, hey. And that's where we that's the world we live in now, Charlie. That, and I don't that part is the part that's not gonna change.
1: So, the public
0: image. Uh, I told you a minute ago, PC is difficult to deal with. Who? PC being
3: politically correct. That's why it's not comedies anymore. Yeah, because because that's what yeah.
1: this is all about. I mean, I of course I'm I'm for the I'm for the vaccine. I'm not for the vaccine. I'm I'm whatever people, but I'm just about freedom of choice. And just like we had people dying on the court. Did we stop to find out like what was going on with, the, you know, the, the people who were having these, you know, while they're having inflamed hearts? Uh, did we stop everything for that? Uh, to find out, like, what was going on, what was happening behind that whole deal. No. Uh, and when, then we did find out, you know, did we stop and check everyone? Because I'm just saying at some point there has to be some way that we can continue to move forward, keep people safe. Yes, I agree with all of that. Um, and maybe it is going to be more information the longer it goes that we'll figure out, you know, the whole circumstance and situation. I, I totally agree with that, but I'm still just trying to figure out like where's the where's the end, where's the finish line? What's let's the just, end game? Let, yes. So yeah. let's, just, let's just take this for instance. I'm sitting here. we're sitting here watching the NBA finals? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just all of a sudden, you got a player, you got a coach, you got a commentator. All of these people are sitting out now because they you know, a positive, COVID positive. And all of them, I don't know about all of them, but I know one of them was fully vaccinated, right? And so like, where is the line that we're drawing Or I mean, you know, where's the line? You know, they're trying to encourage people to get vaccinated, which if that's their deal, that's fine. But people don't want to do it, we shouldn't keep trying to pressure Cause I just heard, you know, Sankey or some uh, the 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 um, ssd commissioner, were yeah, talking about we need more of the teens to be vaccinated. And then I heard someone uh, talking on that show if NC State was vaccinated, they fully vaccinated, this wouldn't have been what the, the case. Well, we got people who were fully vaccinated, testing positive, and they're having to sit out. And so yep. you can't sit and tell me that there's one way or another way that's right and it's all good but I'm just saying you know if it's, if we do the proper measures as far as checking and doing those types of things and you know and moving forward at some point we gotta find a way to be safe and you know move forward how does that look I don't know at this point but I do know they're gonna have full stadiums and those types of things so that's not gonna that's not gonna change anything in the future uh they're not gonna be doing temperature checks not gonna be checking you know if they got the records right they don't check if you're fully vaccinated now
0: well i'll say this last night and tonight in fort worth and dallas um there was there are two WWE events that are sold out. There's <laughs> a
3: WWE then- event coming here and like on a Sunday, like maybe the next week or the week after next?
1: But I I I, I, I yeah. totally get it for the fans because they they feel like that's not their whole their whole thing is if they want to come and sit in these stands and watch the the players compete. You know that's great for us, but we can't take 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 for granted. Or take you know a chance on the student athletes, uh, you know, or the players passing the virus along.
0: But it's only going to go so far with the fans because if an outbreak takes place at one of these events, and multiple people were to. And I'm not wishing anything on anybody. I'm just saying well, you can't tell one. me
3: that it hasn't happened already.
0: This I'm is- not saying it hasn't happened already, but what I am saying is that the moment it becomes media worthy, if you understand, like the media decides, well, let's take this one and run with it. For whatever reason, they decide to take that one and run with it. Now we, now we, now we back to square one, where we going back to the PC aspect of. How to I just need it. to be
3: to keep it all the way real. I think we're going. We're headed back to square one. In the next year or so. Could be.
1: Uh, wh- I've been wh- saying all along. Uh, what is square one? Uh, we're we're like down.
3: Time last year.
1: Oh
3: my. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it. And I, I know I know we all hate to hear it. We all hate to say it. But I feel like we are headed back to where we were last year. I really do.
0: Either that or we're headed to one of the greatest conflicts we've ever seen over it, like yeah. trying to put the. I
3: think it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We're getting back to where we were last year, and at the same time, it's going to be the biggest conflict.
0: Yeah, People going to be like, "I ain't going back to that. I'm not doing
3: it." You invite. Be we done. already got. We already got. We already got um, stuff coming down in in the state of Kentucky. I know. I'm. I'm pretty sure that what we got today in Kentucky is far different from the weirdos in Florida and Texas because y'all live in weird states. Just be honest. And so we are already getting that. And so it's whatever we got as far as because they're saying even if you're fully if you're fully vaccinated, that you should probably wear a mask and mask, you know, situations basically saying if if you're going to a game you should probably wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. Well we're already we're that we're at that in July before games even start in Kentucky. Mm. And so I already know if we're at that in Kentucky we're we're not far off from the weirdos in your two states that it's coming in y'all states. See what I say I don't know. know. I, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, you know, if we're being weird in Kentucky, if we're doing that in Kentucky, where we're moderately weird, Kentucky and Florida and Texas, I <laughs> y'all live in weird states.
1: Our <laughs> governor, our governor,
3: y'all, your governor is beyond weird. Oh, <laughs> our governor I'm, I'm. let me stop. No, <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> stop Sands,
1: but the, but the reality Governor is, Governor Santos is, is very similar to James Comer. <laughs> he doesn't care about what people think. Right. <laughs> so is Governor Abbott. He does
0: not care what you think.
1: He's gonna put exactly.
3: It he only they only care about what one person thinks, and that person is no longer president. And I will not stop. You believe <laughs> it? <that>? Yeah. <laughs> you believe <laughs> So I, and this I, went a different I, I direction than I had planned. They don't care about what y'all think. Oh, no. No, no.
1: I, don't, I don't care about that person either. Yeah, he does. No. <laughs> he jumped off that ship.
0: Mm. <laughs> Listen, this went a way I wasn't expecting, so we'll, we'll you know, I, I'll pivot. What
1: about
3: them, Cowboys? <laughs> I'm
0: definitely not pivoting to that. Although I will be watching Hard Knocks for sure.
3: You know what? I'm a Cowboys fan. I might watch the first episode. and it'll be. No, I'm devil. watching all of them. I love a good train wreck.
0: I love a good train wreck.
3: I, you know what? This would be the third time. If I watched beyond the second or third episode, that would be the most episodes I've watched, even with the Cowboys on there. And I'm a huge Cowboys fan. I get bored with hard knocks. Well, it's the same thing every year. Right, hard knocks,
0: you know, they I put don't care hard who
3: he is, and even as a Cowboys fan, I get bored with it. I don't watch it religiously, like a lot of people do. Well, they put on Hard Knocks like it's a different
0: plot every year. It's not; it's the same plot every year because, right? Yes, right. Movie.
3: basically, at the end of the day, you just watch the people get cut. Yeah, right. The stars are gonna be <laughs> stars.
0: They're gonna do whatever they do. The coach is going to have his issues and be frustrated, but then he's going to be. The, the whole
3: sell of the show is watching people get cut. Watching
0: people get cut—that's what it all comes down to. And you I don't want to watch that. Why was there not uh, now? What I would have watched was a hard knock Knicks back in the day. Charlie's Knicks. I, I would have
3: enjoyed that. Yeah, that's what that. I think that's what HBO is slipping on. Watching the Knicks, you can watch the Knicks. Every year,
0: I would have loved <laughs> to have seen Charlie's Knicks on Hard Knocks.
1: What is Charlie
0: Wood thinking when he's sitting next to the Knicks?
1: That Riley would let the media in, right? Like, right, They're
0: low Hard Knocks, right?
1: So, so Hard Knocks that would have been totally off. off.
3: <laughs> I would have enjoyed that though. I think Charlie. I would. would, I, would. I, would. <laughs> I would have watched. I would love watching Charlie battle through the point guard battles to beat out certain point guards or whatever, whoever it was, to watch Charlie's come up. Is there a Turk for for the Knicks? Like, is there somebody that comes
0: along during the uh, offseason and goes to the new guys who are trying to try out for the team and says, uh, just bring your playbook and come come?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, he of- wouldn't know. He never had to deal with
0: that. Like, you don't know, do you, Charlie?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh- yeah. <laughs> So how, did he just, so
0: how did you, you just look up? Uh, yeah, I'm going to hit him with it in just a second. How, how did you? Uh, I am definitely going to hit him with it for sure. Uh, how did you know when the guy, like, did the guy just, he was just gone?
1: I mean, you know, you sit there and you're 18, potential 18 guys on the team. Right. So you kind of know everyone. And I had a couple of buddies that came through a few times and, uh, where he came he came through a couple training camps and through half a season one year and um but i mean he he didn't make it a few years but a uh, great Christian christian guy uh but most times you, you they tell you i mean like the guys will tell you um or you hear it that they're they're no longer there. So or it's not this big production, like uh, right. Not I would up.
3: imagine you all know the even without the production. With I mean, because I'm sure the play football players know at the same time too. You all know, yeah,
0: but with football it's a
3: little different because the because you, you got roster so big. Right, with the basketball, so big. you guys you got it. Yeah. you guys know. You right? know this guy yeah. is not.
1: You know it. if they not. We know if they're not. If they're not there, like next day, what happened? Right. Um. And, but
3: when you playing with a guy, you, you all know. I mean, because you cause you're Hoopers, you all know.
1: Well, I mean, you, you sit and you do the math for sure. Right, right. Um, and some of the guys, you know, aren't going to make the team even when they come in. Uh, sometimes they know that. Um, and they're trying to audition potentially for another team, you mm-hmm, know, yeah. and play for, play during the uh, preseason, in the preseason games. Mm-hmm. So get an opportunity. Uh, But and even sometimes some of those guys who don't make it uh, in the preseason, they may get cut, but they may get called back if there's an injury or something because they they can feel a spot uh, that they may have, you know, that has been left due to injury. And so that's something that's happened as well. But in this day and age. Uh, you know, you have the G League two-way contracts and, and all those things now, um, where guys can come in and they can also, if they like them enough, they can go to the G League and and, and play, uh, you know, until they get 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 ready for them or whatever. So, but yes, yeah, some of the guys did. I mean, most of the guys did go and see the coach, uh, the head coach, and they kind of got the, you know, their piece, their last. Words of encouragement before they got shown the door. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, I, I think I think every player gets that uh, that that get an opportunity to go. Um, I was just blessed not to be that guy. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been told that you're not ready yet. Um, you know, my second year and had a new coach, and I had to suck it up and sit there and. Sulk and complain behind closed doors, and everybody that want to listen. Uh, but you know those things do happen. Uh, yeah. That part did um, suck. <laughs> I didn't like being, te- being told that you're not ready yet. And I'm like, I've been working, you know, for a very long time, very long, mm-hmm. time, a year, a year and some change, a year in a summer, and you tell me that I'm not ready to compete for the backup role. Then, I mean, you know, just the competitor to me was like, uh, that's not fair. It's not accurate. But I had to put my head down and keep working. Did you look at me and say, you know
0: I have a Heisman Trophy, right?
1: No.
3: Oh you should, okay. You think I'm like Bill you know you're not messed up, don't you? Yeah, right. But right. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right. God, God, God had his way, he's like, hey, uh I think it's time for you to move on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no <laughs> <pockets>. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the coach's seat. So I I end up moving in there anyway.
0: That's awesome. All right, my final uh, non-ACC question tonight, of course, is our guy Monty. Uh, they might they might be in a little trouble, Charlie.
1: Well, he's definitely on the other side of their, the other side of hard. Yeah. So they're looking at what is on the other side of hard. I need them to do.
0: <laughs> I need them to do a U-turn though. Like it feel like they're driving in the opposite direction right now. They...
1: But see, the crazy part about it is the the last two games. The last two games they've had a chance to win. Yeah. So even mm-hmm. though it seems like it, they're they're going upstream, but they've had a chance to win the last two games. Um so that gives if it if it was wasn't close to where um, they didn't have a chance, like the last two games they they just legitimately didn't have a chance, then I could say I can see. But Milwaukee, the last game, their three best players played really, really well. Oh yeah. And so they allowed them to get comfortable. Um, and I do believe, you know, this is game six and it's an elimination game. And so it'll be it'll be tough. It'll be a tough game for both teams. Yeah. Um, to you know, close out game is always tough, and because the other team's gonna come and compete. And I don't see phoenix you know doing anything different um chris paul definitely has to play better uh, and what i mean by better is he has to make shots whenever he gets opportunities and you know early on he led people into turnovers um you know some of his passes and that's normally what you do when you're a assist guy
3: um, I kind of feel like that Giannis is going to get the MVP if Milwaukee wins, but I kind of feel like the MVP is probably Drew Holiday because of his defense on Chris Paul.
1: Well, you, they're not going to give him the uh, give him the thing because he went four for twenty.
3: Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Offensively, he numbers, you know, yeah. offensively he's been you know a train wreck in a couple of games, but so, defensively he has he. It's been the difference. The difference is when they switched him over to. Well, listen,
0: he has made Chris Paul's life very unpleasant. Because I mean, it's and, and Charlie, you know this like I know it. It ain't about him grabbing him in the first quarter, the second quarter. That ain't got nothing to do with anything. But if he's still doing that same thing in the fourth quarter, that becomes challenging. Because now you're fighting through the fatigue, you're fighting through the myth ment- And see the stuff that I see Chris doing, to me, is mental and and physical fatigue combined. Like there, I'll go back two games ago in Milwaukee, and Chris had a play that told me he's mentally tired because he he drove the ball down the left side and then down the baseline, and Aiden is trailing, but there are two Bucks defenders. In the in the angle, so I'm thinking, well, Chris is gonna, you know, he's gonna push out and reset. He didn't. He made the pass, and it was it was obvious the pass was gonna get stolen before he ever threw it. But he tried to throw a bounce pass. I'm like, Chris, what? But I think a a a, a non-tired Chris Paul doesn't make that pass. I think he's yeah. I think he sees it differently, but I think he's mentally tired and physically tired. He's he's thirty-six.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean at this point, I mean Tyre is everyone. Yeah, that's true. So, that's a good point. He um I mean he just has to 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 play well enough. Um, you know to to be able to get them over the hump. But like I said, you know, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Giannis, uh those guys played the last game, they played phenomenal. Yeah! Oh,
0: yeah! Big time. Uh,
1: and, you know, offensively and defensively, you know, they playing a well of a game, and so, you know, when they're playing that way, you know, it was tough. The only thing that you hope for is to get get someone else uh, shooting and missing because they were they were at a pace where every time they shot the ball, they were it was going in for the most. <laughs> um, and then, you know. Phoenix shot themselves in the foot when they did miss and they allowed second shots Yeah. Uh, when they were trying to get back into the game. And, and, and like I said, when it was all said and done, Booker had the ball in his hand to put him up, you know, in the game after they had struggled. Yeah. He wasn't able to come through. And yeah. uh, one of the things that I talked to our kids about today was, uh, you know, wh- while they're, preparing for their season, uh, and doing the things that they need to do, uh, they need to find what they're good at and work on those things consistently. And and the reason I brought that up was because Booker had an opportunity to shoot a pull-up jump shot right around the free throw line where he got some space and he chose to take one more dribble. Yeah. He got deeper. And he put himself in a bind because the Giannis was standing at the rim. And now he he was forced to be able to, he's forced to try to pivot out and make a play. Yeah. So Chris Middleton, he he he's shooting his shot. Giannis outside of him shooting the threes, he's shooting whatever shot he wants.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so and Booker for the most part, he does the same thing, but that time he should have just got he created a space with the dribble he should have just pulled up rose up at the free throw line and i can as a coach and even as a player i can live with a guy shooting that shot with space and yeah as opposed to him turn the ball over you know yeah. like he did try to make a play for somebody else and so i just think that's uh something when we start talking about you know the series they won, you know, three games, I think it's two games in a row, three games in a row. Three, um, yeah. Three straight. Three, three straight. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. they were down 2-0. Yeah, that's right. You know, really the only game that was out of touch for Phoenix was game three.
0: It was game three, yeah. that was
1: Booker that, Uh, that Booker that, uh you know, he, he just didn't play well. So game six can go either way. You know, the ball bounced this way or that way. And even though, like I said, the three guys, the three-headed monster played really, really well, the game was still right there for Phoenix to to take. So I just think it should be a good game. But the other thing you got to look at is will Milwaukee push early on to keep their foot on the gas or will they kind of ease into the game to see how, not really how hard they're going to have to play, but if Phoenix is going to play with a great pace, you know, are, are, are Milwaukee, <laughs> Milwaukee going to be able to match that early on? And then if late, if Milwaukee is, you know, up say a few buckets, mm-hmm. are is Phoenix going to find a way to keep grinding and pushing the pace like is, have, yeah. you know, to, to make it to make it a game at the end? Um, is the question. Because when you're facing elimination, if you're down late, and it says like a six-point game, and you're trying to fight your way over that hump, you know, are you going to be able to make the necessary plays on offense and defense?
0: Yeah, it gets or tight.
1: Are you going to just give in and say, "Man, I don't know if we can do it"?
0: Yeah, it gets tight. It gets tight in in, in those situations. I think if you're Milwaukee, you got to jump on them. Um, Early and quick and often, and just keep pushing, pushing, pushing to the finish line because you're right there.
3: At the same time, if you're Phoenix, you know that when the game's gonna start, they're they're gonna come out motivated. Milwaukee's gonna come out motivated, they're gonna have the crowd, yeah. And and, you know, with you know, in college basketball, you know, you weather it for the first TV timeout, right? It's a little bit different in the NBA because that first. The first TV time out in college comes in four minutes. It's not yeah. like that in the NBA, but you got to weather that storm. Yeah, I think that's the key. Yeah. yeah.
1: Let me tell you what a game change. Uh, game five. Yeah. Game five. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Phoenix was up, like thirty-seven to fourteen. It was something. What? It was a big lead. Yeah, they
3: were up big early. Yeah.
1: Okay, early. The game changed when Torrey Craig decided that he wanted to go on a three-point barrage. Yeah. Yeah. And then starting
3: on Yolos.
1: On 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 top of that, um, what's my Jay Crowder missed two open uh, two threes as well. Torrey Craig missed two threes all in that stretch where they were trying to push the lead out. And Torrey junk jump uh, threes were ill-advised. And that's when Monty called a timeout. And I don't know if you saw his face when he looked at him, but it was just one of those, I was sitting there like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. And disgust because they were up. And now that gives them momentum, gives Milwaukee momentum because now, they're getting guys to shoot the ball that they want to shoot the basketball as opposed to Booker, CP3, you know, Aiden, or even my um, man Bridges. Yeah. Um, I think he should shoot more. But, you know, once they started getting those stops back to back to back to back, yeah. they went down and started scoring back to back to back to back. That's when the momentum really changed, and that's when you start to see the push to get the game or the game was closer. The three pointer is
0: is the great equalizer because if you're yeah. not if you're even if you're not playing great defense, you and you honestly don't have to play great defense. It helps. It, it it gets you to shrink a lead faster. But if you're trading threes for twos, or if you're trading threes for nothing, you can get back in the game really quickly. Like, it doesn't take a lot to get you back in the game. And so, yeah, Toy Craig's youth showed up uh, and James Crowder's – even though James Crowder ain't really young. Uh, but but their inexperience showed up because they said, let's ride the wave. Well, no, this is not a wave. You just got great shot makers making great shots in Booker and, you know, Paul some of the other guys who make those shots. But the end of the day,
3: how- somebody has to step up to help out Booker. Yeah, Booker, I mean, Booker's putting up forty. Yeah, and he can't do more than that. He can't do more than that, right? And it, and it, yeah. and I think it equal it equals out because Milwaukee has an answer for Aiton with Giannis, and they have an answer for Chris Paul, who's obviously injured. But is Chris Paul and Drew Holiday? Right. So somebody like Mikael Bridges has to step up.
1: Well, he, he has, has
3: one of the others has to step up. Coach Ward, would you put would you put Cam Johnson in the starting lineup this
0: game to A get
3: campaign or
0: campaign? I, I would go Johnson just or, because he's picking up
3: Bridges, Jay Crowder, maybe maybe just because we got to get you, the score uh, right off I'll, top. I'll, I'll go even more extreme, and Charlie, i I'm, I'm just gonna put you to the test. And it's going to put everyone to the test. Phoenix is minus 11 with Chris Paul starting. Mm.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold so so I'm asking was, the question. I'm he just asking free. the question. He's there he so de- minus saying, 11 with Chris Paul out there. So you're saying that they should start Cam? I'm asking
3: the question i'm asking the question they're minus they're minus 11 with chris paul out there
1: no they they kept him in the he kept him in the game late in the last game and i'm just i'm, I'm just saying if you're an, if
3: you're an analytics analytics person i'm i like it, as to me as like a true basketball fan i don't i don't buy totally into analytics but it does raise the question. They minus eleven with Chris Paul out there. I'll
0: say this: yeah, I, I, I think the way you do what you just said is to either start campaign or start Cam Johnson. I would tell Chris get everybody else going, and then close you and book close. Bro. Get everybody else going. Get Cam going, get Book going, get Aiden going for sure. Well,
3: Book's going to get going
0: regardless. But 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 I need him to really get going. Cuz cuz if I if I'm going out, I'm going out on the back of my veteran. If if, that, if it's me, I I I want I want Chris to Chris proved in the last series that he's a close. He can close. So now you got to go out and close. But I gotta get. I gotta get some other scoring from
3: somewhere. I'm also looking at it like, and I I I know I'm totally going against everything that that is conventional wisdom. I know Charlie's gonna shoot me down on every on every front, but they're minus eleven with Chris Paul starting. They're minus eleven with Chris Paul on the floor.
1: They were up thirty seven to fourteen.
3: It don't matter. They're minus. They're I'm, minus, I'm, minus I'm, eleven with Chris Paul's I'm, out there. That's all of. The, that's the only stat of throwing out there. But
1: but Y'all while going, while they were going through what you're talking about at the beginning of the game, they were up thirty-seven to fourteen or whatever. They were up sixteen.
3: Yeah, they're up sixteen in but in, la, in the last number. game.
1: So for for that to be any kind of reality, that doesn't that doesn't play into your formula. So, no, I'm just, I'm
3: really, I'm really, truly, I'm really, I, I wouldn't sit Chris Paul either. I'm just put that out there. Yeah. I'm just asking the question because it's a legitimate question. I, but, but it's again, a legitimate question.
0: But again, that's why I said I think the, 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 the context of your question is how do we get everybody else going in lieu of Chris Paul?
3: And to I me, honestly, I to me, the answer is. for Phoenix, to me, really and truly, is how do you figure out. How to get DeAndre Ayton going. It's not Chris Paul. It's not, it's not the Devin Booker's gonna get his. Chris Paul is Chris Paul. I I figure I I think it's how do you get Ayton more involved offensively? Because the thing is, he is dealing with probably the defensive the best defensive player in the league in Giannis. And then he also has to guard Giannis on the other end. How do you get get Aiton going? I think that's the difference in the series is how do you get Aiton going?
0: But that's why I said what I said. Because if Chris gets everybody else going, now you can't double anybody because everybody's hot. Everybody's where they need to be. Even if it's a close game, if everybody's hitting their shots.
3: Part of me feels like Aiton getting going really ain't got nothing to do with Chris Paul.
0: Yeah. It, it it has had something to do with Chris Paul all
3: season, but once they put Drew Holiday on Chris Paul, and Chris Paul's compromised because I feel like Chris Paul is more injured than we know. Yeah, I, I don't know, Coach Ward. Do you, do you, you go home. to Devin? How, do you go to Devin Booker to be more of a playmaker? No,
1: they um. I, I don't. I don't know about the. I don't think it's an offensive thing. Um. I mean, I'm not sure. I am I don't remember what they scored last last game. But the game before that, it might have been offensive. You know, not getting, you know, being efficient outside of, you know, Booker um, was basically efficient. Yeah, um, like 40 or something to carry him.
3: He's had 40 but, in back-to-back games.
1: Yeah, and which, you know, he's going to need to do that. But he's going to need to have – I agree with Aiden. Uh, you know, working to try to get, you know, get him going, you know, with some uh, post-ups and whatever those post-ups look in, d- duck-ins. I think he did did a very good job of that. Um, and so I just – I don't – and like I said, they just have to find a way because they're starting to find Chris Paul in in the uh, uh, on the defensive end and working that mismatch to get him involved, yeah. you know, Chris Middleton – do Holiday, and I thought he did a good job for the most part, and you know guarding those guys. Uh, but I think you'll start to see uh, them not allowing guys to play one on one, and they'll be mm-hmm. ready to, yeah. you know, play one on one in the post, like with Chris Paul. So you'll start to probably see more double teams and rotating out of that, you know, especially if it's late uh, in the clock. Uh, just to get the ball out of the hands, and then, you know, for them to force them to shoot a different, different shot than they they normally want. So, you'll probably see a lot of uh, different wrinkles uh, from <laughs> been doing because, like I said, this is an elimination game, and yeah, you got to
0: open up, open up the playbook now. everything's everything's on the table. Yeah. yeah, everything's on the table. So, should be a good one tomorrow night. We either gonna crown a champion or head to a game seven, and and uh, Charlie's buddy Monty, we'll see what he does. Yeah, now, I feel like I owe you a, a humble flex for something. But I don't remember what it was for.
3: No, no, though. There's a humble flex out there that we didn't. And just go ahead. I feel like
0: I feel like it was a humble flex that we owed just you. Just ahead and just do oh, it. Oh,
3: for the cutting thing. We know ne- I never
0: had to deal with that. That's what it was. And that was a Charlie Ward humble flex. What for the, for the for the cutting thing when we talk about the hard knocks? you right? <laughs> said you you never had to deal with that. That's what you said, Charlie. It was listen. You were right.
1: You <laughs> never had to deal with it. I did have to deal with it when that man told me you're no longer here. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting old. <clears throat>
3: Charlie Ward. That's why we love you, Charlie. <laughs>
1: Does
0: anybody have any shout-outs for tonight?
3: I've got I've got a couple. Okay. Shout out to two people at the same camp. If you watch our social media, D'Angelo Russell, number one. Yes, yes. Put on a free camp in town. He basically Picked up the ball from um Ray Rondo because Ray Rondo used to put on that same camp that D'Angelo Russell was in that camp when he was a kid. Yes. So uh shout out to him. He brought in Karis Levert, talked to Karis Levert. I mean, that guy is one of the nicest people I've talked to. Second awesome. behind, but second behind Charlie Ward, of course. There you go. But Karis Levert could not have been nicer. Awesome. And then Carl Anthony Towns was in town. And that dude he acted like he remembered me when he was at Kentucky. I don't I don't not hundred percent sure that he did, but he acted like he did. So shout out to you. There you go. So that's your boy. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that, but, but he remembers you though, right? I don't really believe he did. But he, he
0: said did. he did. I think he said he did. And that was a humble flags.
3: Anybody can get it. Another shout out. Another shout out to another NBA player who's underrated. If you're not an NBA fan, you don't know his name, but he's a Louisville kid. I've covered him since he was at Ballard. That's another humble flex. Keelan yeah. Martin. Keelan Martin. Yeah, that's a kid. He's always had something to prove. This kid was probably he was one of the best players in the state when he was at Ballard. Never won one many awards. He went to Butler. Was a great player at Butler. He's been, he's bounced around the NBA. He's at the Pacers right now, and he was at he was at that camp, and he's been fantastic. Wow. Another and and my other shout out. My last shout out. Okay. My last shout out to my guy going into the eighth grade. Cole Eadlin. It's the name you're going to know. He's, in the, he's going into the eighth grade this year. Had a three-point contest against former UofL sharpshooter Ryan McMahon. D'Angelo introduced Cole. Remember, He's going into the eighth grade. Yeah. D'Angelo introduces this kid as the best shooter in the city, having a three-point contest against Ryan McMahon. Who can stroke it? Cole comes out, misses first <laughs> four shots, made 20 straight threes. Wow. Wow. 20 straight in front of a gym full of people. Made 20 straight threes. Wow. Shout out to he locked Ryan McMahon ended up making 21 total to win the went to win the three-point contest. But Cole the seventh grade to put on the show. Going into going, in, he'll right, be eighth, grader, eighth grader, put on the show. Be going into an eighth grade, hit twenty straight threes on the top of the key. That's impressive. Through, uh, in front of a gym full of people. Wow, that is
1: impressive.
3: I feel like that's a humble flex, but not
0: directed towards you. It's gonna be a humble flex. You know What I'm saying, people.
3: like that's a flex. So I was putting like this. I think I I that kid came on my radar when he was seven years old. That kid is gonna be a humble flex down the road. <laughs> for sure, for sure. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it's it. Gonna be a humble sure. flex down the road for sure. Because I went to high school with his daddy, and so that's gonna be a humble flex down the yeah, road. Yeah. That kid is a
0: baller. That's that's impressive. That's very impressive. Whole Eland, eighth grader. Wow, uh, Charlie, you got any? Uh... Charlie Ward the FSU supporter do you have any uh
1: <laughs> yes i do um <coughs> uh,
3: it's good to see Charlie back in the garnet and gold today yeah that TCU is throwing me off that TCU with that Grant hill picture was different
0: oh that's right <laughs> we will we'll get to a minute let's let's <laughs> let him finish this part here. but sure i forgot about that uh, right. there's
1: there's this young young man who transferred from Notre Dame to Florida State. His ah. brother, uh, Dylan Gibbons. And a shout out to him for using his name, image, and likeness to raise $30,000 or so on uh, whatever one of those fundraiser platforms. GoFundMe, I think it was. Poor mm-hmm. young man who I uh, think he has a disability uh, in South Bend that befriended him while he was there. And he wants to come to, he wants to bring him and his family down to the game uh for the Notre Dame Florida State game. I think it's sept- in September 4th or 5th or 6th, one of those days. Um, and so he went on, uh, GoFundMe, put a GoFundMe page out uh to be able to. Uh, get some funds for this young man to attend the game. You know, you'll take him, get all the star treatment and all those types of things. And uh, just a great shout out for Dylan Gibbons. He's That's new cool. to the State. And I don't know if he'll be starting or not, but that his, even matter. Heart, his heart behind, uh, using his name, image, likeness to help someone else, you know, I'm for that.
3: That's awesome. That is real. Well, and you know, and and piggybacking off what Charlie said and going back on my guy Cole, going into the eighth grade, this kid, he, he has a, he has a thing with socks. It's weird, but he loves socks. So he's raising, he's been doing it since he's been in middle school. He raises money. His fundraiser is to get socks and gloves and stuff like that for homeless people. He has a big love for homeless people. So, one of his fundraisers is to get socks and stuff like that from homeless people because that's that's the thing he's into
0: that's awesome that is really awesome
3: wow. hey he's going going into the eighth grade and the kid already thinks like yeah,
0: that yeah he's gonna have everybody in the country after him
3: and, and I, I feel like you got another one
1: no
0: oh that's it yeah well, did I read that room wrong um <laughs> Well, I only have one shout-out, and it's a it's a personal yet business one. Shout-out to my beautiful wife, Mama Noise, the queen of the House of Noise, uh, and also Alan Brown and Larika Killebrew, who have now started something that we started as a company called Fitness Noise. And Fitness Noise is just a page that we started where you can get out and do whatever you do, and come to that page and you can be supported in whatever it is you do if you walk if you run if you lift weights if you swim whatever it is you do we got your back we want to support you and encourage you you post your picture and everybody just um, shoots love your way and makes you feel good about what you're doing because one thing about uh weight loss journeys is so much better when we're together so i give them all the love and the shout out for that uh and um, it's a beautiful, wonderful pressure uh uh to make you want to get up and do something. So there you go. I want to give them a shout out on this show. So
1: good job, Mama Noise.
0: She did, she really did her thing, and she did it tofu less, which is awesome. Tofu, tofu less.
1: What do you mean by tofu? There was
0: no tofu involved.
1: Okay.
3: I'm just letting you know. We're not doing I'm it. I'm just letting you know, trying I got a big <laughs> plate oh, of what? wings. I just pulled off the grill, just sitting over here, just waiting for this podcast to end. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: said greens?
0: Wings. He said wings.
3: He didn't say greens, Charlie.
1: You didn't hear him say greens. Oh, I thought he said greens. No. no. Wangs. Wangs,
0: Wangs.
3: Wangs. How
1: about, how about, how about tonight? <laughs> We had Wangs. <laughs> we had uh vegan vegan lasagna.
3: What's in I mean, vegan, I mean, right? I mean it's still chicken what I'm eating, Charlie, yeah. so
1: it's not that bad.
3: What is vegan lasagna? What's in that? Nothing.
1: <laughs> made it, made with polenta.
3: <laughs> noodles, and, noodles and leaves. Noodles and leaves. That's what's in it. You made it with <laughs> grits? Yeah.
1: Please put grits in some noodles and oh lentils. The lentils serve as the noodles. No, uh, lentils. The the polenta serves as your noodles. It sounds confusing. It was very good. Well, you know, we'll agree to disagree. Cheese. <laughs> you has some cheese in there. I thought vegans can't do cheese. There is. More- I've never understood that vegan cheese thing. You, you you don't. It's you don't always have to have cheese from an animal. <laughs> Right. That's why I don't understand. It's still not meat. Where's is, where is the cheese coming
0: from here, It's milk. What kind of cheese is this?
1: There you go. <laughs> we're, how, do you make, how do you make cheese, animal cheese, from animals? Right, dairy, milk,
0: dairy, almond cheese. There you go. That's not cheese.
1: That's just nuts. How's that not cheese. It's almonds. So, so who who decided what cheese? Uh, who who made the decision that only animal made cheese? The people who made cheeseburgers. The
3: people who are vegan over cheese.
1: <laughs> it's right,
0: cheese. Let me tell you what my biggest frustration with vegans are. They want to copy everything that meat eaters do. No. <laughs> Why do you need cheese in your lasagna? Go with some other vegetable-based thing. No, it, it's made out of because we want cheese. <laughs> oh, you do? want you want a cheese substitute, Charlie?
1: Animal, uh, plant-based. I love. I can have this cheese. argument with you. Animal, plant-based. animal, plant-based. <laughs> Still, what? Cheese. It's it's cheese. It's not meat. It's
3: cheese. You know what? It's still cheese. We
0: can't invite why is there a
3: difference between vegan cheese and cheese? It's still
0: cheese. We can't invite you guys to the 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 post-game show between the two. One is the post-game show is gonna be lit. I can already tell. So (laughs) (laughs) we've kept y'all long enough. Enjoy your Monday. We'll see you next Monday for another show. We're not done with this argument. Uh, this Believe in the ACC. That's our Heisman Trophy cheese-eating Charlie Ward. Not
3: a vegan cheese-eating.
0: Cheese vegan cheese-eating Charlie Ward. That's, <laughs> our that's our wing-eating Fall of Famer, we Haskins. And I am full-on cheese and meat. Lord, oh, that looks delicious. That looks delicious. You All just right, put out man, an amazing-looking no wing. No
1: issue with you eating chicken wings. None. They well you can have an issue.
0: and hey, it's like there's thing
3: vegan cheese.
1: You have
0: an <laughs> issue with me with eating these chili dogs with real cheese. <laughs> we love you, y'all. <laughs> Believe the ACC. we'll see y'all next week. You've been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward, Lloyd Spence, and Kendrick Haskins. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share from the Noisemakers page on Facebook and on YouTube. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and wherever podcasts can be heard. And join us next time on Believe,